Welcome to the elevator. Today, three VIP titans decide the fate of our rising entrepreneurs. What gives you confidence this isn't just a flash in the pan? Determined to prove their greatness. Uh, I'm no, uh, in 60 seconds or less. How do you plan to make money with this? Will they elevate to greatness? We're gonna come at you. We need to know you have what it takes. Or fall from glory. This is Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm. Meet our board of investors. CeeLo Green, Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter, and producer. Mark Randolph, co-founder and first CEO of Netflix. Kim Perrell, serial entrepreneur and tech CEO of 100.co. Planning to shake things up in the boardroom is our first entrepreneur and his educational-based hip-hop platform. To the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. My name is Roy Scott. I am founder and CEO of Healthy Hip Hop. We are building the urban Disney, infusing hip hop culture with innovative technology, original characters, and content. This business started with my love for hip hop as a kid. After high school, I became a rapper. Then everything changed for me when I noticed my three-year-old son, Justice, repeating my music that promoted drugs and violence. I knew I couldn't be this kind of influence on my son, and healthy hip-hop was born. Organically growing the brand, we've done more than 1,500 live events, reaching hundreds of thousands of children. Evolved to a tech company and launched our mobile application, which is a Spotify meets TikTok for children and families. Surpassed 10,000 users, received an investment from Google, and brought on Michael B. Jordan as an advisor. We're asking for a 500,000 investment for 5% equity in our company. Healthy hip hop will be the trailblazers in the children's hip hop market. Wow, that, that was actually pretty good. I mean, I thought he actually communicated clearly. He told us what the product was, but you know, it's a hip hop product. That is right down your power alley, Stilo. What do you think? I mean, you're absolutely right. I'm definitely intrigued to know a bit more about it. You know, I think the, the community of hip hop deserves a better balance. He's saying healthy hip hop, there's not much of that, to be totally honest. Uh, but I'm not really sure how viable it could be. I have two three-year-olds and they like to dance. So I'm curious what the product actually is and how they would use it. Absolutely, we have to discuss the age demographic because if it's for younger children, then it's gonna to have to be something that is attractive to adults because they're gonna typically right. gonna be buying this product. Well, there's an easy way, if you have questions, to find out more. Are you ready okay. to vote? Let's vote. Let's vote. Attention, Roy. Your pitch has been Hey, Roy, welcome to the boardroom. Congratulations. You had unanimous consent to bring you up here. 
And I'm going to warn you, there's one person sitting here who knows a lot about hip-hop, and CeeLo and I know a little bit about it, too. That's right. <laughs> Listen, we do have some questions, seriously. Absolutely. Um, tell us a bit more about what is the product? Is it the app? Is it a physical product? So there's two sides of the product. So we have a streaming platform that parents and educators can use to have access to our video content. And so it's more movement based to start. So a lot of teachers use this to start their day for like morning energizers or brain breaks, helps get their kids moving and active and focused on their lesson plan. But we launched that right when COVID hit. So most kids got pushed to homeschool. Matter of fact, at one point, 100% of kids were homeschooled. And that's when we launched our mobile application. And so that's more on the direct to consumer side against like a Spotify meets TikTok. So you can stream the music exclusively in our app, but then kids can create these TikTok style videos, but in a safer environment for children. So let me ask you this, the app offers all original content, correct? Correct. So we have original music. Uh, we do some cover, but mostly all original music for our own characters. And in fact, I said when I made it through, I was gonna give you a quick demo uh, so we can get up and move a little bit. So I need y'all to stand up for a minute uh, and we're gonna get jiggy to a little bit of healthy hip hop. There's well, no way in hell that I'm getting up and Come on, You know, me, I, I need to see a demonstration. Music has to make you move. Drop that for me. Come on, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get jiggy. Let me ease into this. We well, gotta follow PJ Panda. This is the homie PJ Panda right here. Been making you move? Yeah. So this is about being active. So. <laughs> uh, it's real easy. Here we go. Hey. Uh, oh. We just want to go outside. Look at the nice That was fun. Right. If, Let's feel 12 again. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you can get me out of a chair, yeah. that was that was progress. That, that was, was pretty good. You got some swag too. I ain't gonna lie, Mark. Yeah. You, you got some swag. Mark's got moves. <laughs> so originally this was a, an education product. Correct. All right, cool. But now a lot of it's done at home. It's it's self-directed. Correct. Are you making an education sale or an individual sale? So right now it's been more educational sales and also corporate partners. So that's kind of been our main B2B process. And so we're still leaning in on that. But what we're seeing is a bigger opportunity on the direct-to-consumer side. So Healthy Hip Hop becomes the hub, the Netflix, of everything that's hip hop for children and families. So that's the pivot that we made, but we're, we haven't fully pulled out of education. And remind yet. me what the, where you are now revenue-wise? So we did 120,000 over the last year. And so we're seeing that increase by 25% year over year. 25% is, you know, pardon me, but... Right. The revenue growth has been a little slower, but the user growth has been pretty rapid. Well, I can say on a personal level, me being an artist, it truly does speak to me. Being a mentor myself, having kids myself, I understand um, where you're coming from. But there's an old saying that says, you have to be able to afford to give charity. How do you plan to make money with this? So, again, Urban Disney, how is Disney making money? They're creating incredible content, and we also have now the technology to scale it and host all the content exclusively on our platform. I love a sales channel strategy, right? right? I love going through the schools. I love what you've actually already been doing. It's hard, but like business is hard. So right. I get that right. and it's a grind. But once you get in, it's like a land and expand. My challenge currently is that 
you're pivoting to an unknown and to put my money would actually go into an unknown of building a D2C business. There's a hybrid here. So we've been raising capital, right? We're talking to tech folks, but we're also talking to folks that are in content and IP. It's a hybrid here. And as you know from Netflix and as you know from music, like there's so many different avenues with the IP, how we can scale this thing to be gigantic. And so Again, we're not fully pulling out of education, but we're more or less, like you said, using it as a pipeline to get in front of as many kids as possible and so we can continue to grow the audience and then be able to really scale the direct-to-consumer side. You know, listen, here's what I, what I come out on this, is that you're basically pitching a brand new business. I mean, yes, you've established some products, so you have something that actually works, but you have no traction whatsoever in the direction that you're planning on going and a $10 million valuation for that strikes me as being ridiculous, quite frankly. I mean, there's no evidence yet that all these things you think will happen will happen. So I'm afraid I gotta pass. No problem, appreciate you. I do believe in your vision, and I, I understand where there's the opportunity, because I do have four kids, and this would be an amazing option for them. My concern is just the scalability and not having that business model fully baked out. So for that reason, I'm going to pass. Hello, it's over to you, man. This is really difficult for me. Um, and we do need a healthy counterbalance as far as our music is concerned, for culture's sake. Um, but as far as business is concerned, It just doesn't make much before sense. You, before you pass completely, you know, maybe you could do an equity deal. Maybe you could uh, come in with a, uh, a smaller offer. You could help these guys. Mark is acting as my manager today. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, I mean, we'd love to even have you on as an advisor, even if it's not an investment, coming on as an advisor, we could give you some advisor shares to really connect us. Now it's like we got the product strong, the team strong, the content strong, and we're getting key people in hip hop and in the industry really behind us. Roy, as an artist and on a personal level, I feel exactly where you're coming from. I would love to support you, but the pros just don't outweigh the cons on this. So unfortunately, man, I'm gonna have to pass, sorry. Oh, Roy, I'm sorry. Listen, I did the best I could, but unfortunately, sometimes you come up short. I'm afraid we're going to have to send you home empty-handed. But good luck. No good problem. Luck. Appreciate you. Oh, man. Roy, Roy, wait, wait one minute. Please, please, guys, come on. Hey, listen, Roy, we believe that you're a good man, right? So this is what we're gonna do. On behalf of Amazon Business, we wanna grant you a gift of $10,000 in cash to grow and invest in your business. Appreciate that, family. Good luck. We appreciate you and everything that you're trying to do. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Absolutely. Good luck, Roy. Well, as an entrepreneur, every bit counts. And right now, you know, fundraising is always tough, but right now with the climate, it's even tougher. So every little bit counts, and I'm extremely grateful for Amazon Business. That was a good call, Silo. Yeah. I mean, I think that is absolutely the right thing. This is not a business I was willing to invest in, but it was a business worth being invested in. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you guys ready to see the next pitch? Sure. Yeah, let's go.
Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Stepping into the elevator, an entrepreneur who plans to revolutionize AI with his innovative software. Hello, Arvin. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in Three, two, one. Hi, my name is Arvin, and I'm an AI researcher and founder of Superintelligence. Being an adult is difficult. It requires managing your life, including your personal, work, and financial. Superintelligence is here to make it easy. Superintelligence is a dashboard that integrates all aspects of your life all in a centralized place. So you can order things like food, book flights, and get any work you want done for you. Uh, Superintelligence began uh, as, a, as a project and how has grown to 34,000 users with more than 1 million questions asked. Uh, I'm no, uh, uh, I'm no, uh, come on, don't choke, stranger to building apps. Uh, when I was 14, I built my first app and it reached over 20 million downloads. I'm here to raise 250,000 for 2.5% and make the world a smarter place and stress-free. Oh, what do you think? He could have used a little bit of that stress-free stuff on himself. Yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh. It so always makes me just so nervous when you're there and he's trying and then you just lose it, but he kept trying to pull it through. It's such a shame too, because what you want to see from a founder is confidence, control, I understand what I'm doing. And he may have all those things, but boy, did he send a different message. I don't know anything that's going on. It didn't sound super intelligent at all. It sounded like he was, just, it sounded like he was describing Google to me. Yeah, I think that was a rough pitch, unfortunately. He definitely did and nailed it. Ready to vote? Let's go for it. Absolutely. Attention, Arvin. Your pitch has been denied. Uh, I was feeling a little nervous, uh, so I'll, it didn't go as, uh, as planned, but uh, I should have practiced more and uh, put the, the best effort forward. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not just investing in companies, we're investing in people. And I think it's really important, especially as an early stage entrepreneur, to be able to bring your A game under any situation. And he's just in an elevator. Imagine if you're in a boardroom with people like us. We're gonna come at you. We want you to be successful. We need to know you have what it takes. Yeah, if you can't face the pressure of some blinking numbers at the top, how are you gonna face the pressure of people grilling you? And the bottom line is, we're not just investing with them as people, we're looking for potential business partners as well. Am I right? Yeah. Absolutely. So with that said, you guys want to check out the next pitch? Let's see it. Yep. All right. When I'm listening to a pitch, I'm not focusing on the product or the market or the sales channels. I'm looking at you. Are you in command? Do you have both hands on the wheel? Can you pair vision with action? Because I have learned there is nothing more powerful than a leader who knows where they're going and is willing to do whatever it takes to get there. 
Our final entrepreneur seeks to empower her consumers with hygienic and good-for-you undergarments. Hello, Alexa. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in... Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Alexa and I'm the founder of Hoo-Ha. At Hoo-Ha, we like to say we're not just underwear, we're under care. We make women's everyday undies that are better for the planet and better for our bodies. Most women's underwear are made from synthetics like nylon or polyester that aren't great for the planet and grow 2,000 times more bacteria when worn than natural fibers do. When I was in my mid-20s, I went through recurring urinary tract infections during which I could not wear any synthetic underwear, and I realized just how important it is to wear natural fibers that allow things to breathe down there. Kuha has redefined the category of natural underwear with our innovative fibers and body-inclusive designs. We've been in business three years, we've sold 350,000 pairs, and are now doing multiple seven figures in revenue. I'm here seeking $300,000 for 5% equity in my company. Boom! Wow. She nailed it, right? She that was nailed a it. Perfect pitch. Absolutely. I've never heard of this specific mineral underwear, to be honest. <laughs> I bought a lot of underwear. I'm a little confused about that. She would have to describe it, though. Like, it's, it's worth a listen, though, I think. I know how hard it is to build a clothing brand. I know the struggles. I know even when you have early traction like this, that you get to that next level and you stall out. And I'm just not sure whether this is going to actually make it. Hey, I don't know about you guys. I'm really interested in this. Let's take a vote. All right. All right. Well, I'm not sure I share your enthusiasm, but I have a way to express it. Come on, give her a chance. <laughs> Alexa, your pitch has been approved. Woo! Yay! Yay! Hi, Alexa. <laughs> Hello, how are oh, you? Oh, wow, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Well, I can tell you this. You won <laughs> me over, and I think Miss Kim, as a matter of fact. Oh. But our guy here, not so much. Call me curious. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you have? What are your questions? I have some familiarity with clothing brands, and I know that these niche markets do mm -hmm. well at the beginning. Yes. And they go for a running start, and then they seem to hit a wall. Mm. What gives you confidence this isn't just a flash in the pan? Uh, that's a great question. So our trailing 12-month revenue is $4.5 million. You know, I think that we're getting really close to um, to that point where we're going to be a little bit more mainstream. But as you say, the niche market and our innovative fa fabrics are quite niche. Um, so does everyone need fabric that has zinc oxide spun into the yarn? Probably not. But does every woman need natural, breathable fibers that are better for the planet and better for their bodies? I think so. I think that there's a market for all types of women. So what are these, what are these cost? So our landed cost is $3.75. We um, wholesale at $12 and retail at $24 a pair. 
So you, you mentioned you're selling on your website. Is that the primary sales vehicle? We're 95% D2C through our website. Wow. Yes. And so what's the marketing that you're doing currently? So TikTok has been really, really great for us. Instagram's been really great for us. Those are really our two primary channels. And what's your time. customer acquisition cost? $35. This is the first I've ever heard of such a thing. Um, what exactly is the, the, the market for it? How much competition do you actually have? There's no other underwear brands that are using our exact zinc oxide fiber at present, but we would compare ourselves to um, those using organic cotton or those using plant-dyed bamboo and things of that nature. Can you explain that oxide cotton? Zinc oxide cotton. Zinc oxide cotton, okay, uh, sorry, please. Sorry, zinc oxide fiber, yeah, so. Elaborate, please. Yeah, so our fiber, um, we use Tencel Modal and Tencel Lyocell, both come from sustainably managed forests, and the inner lining of our fabric has the zinc oxide component into it. So it's actually a physically embedded mineral into the fabric during the spinning stage. It's a natural antimicrobial, and it's also known as like Mother Nature's healing Is this mineral. part of your IP, or is this readily available fabric? This is something that we license. So unfortunately, it's not exclusively our innovative fabric. I want to feel it. Can we see it? Yeah. What is your retail expansion strategy? We are currently about 5% in retail. Uh, we only hired a sales agency last year and they took us from about 20 stores to about 150 stores. And you know, we really kind of look at retail as a brand play and a customer acquisition play. Is this play. your first startup? Um, so I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. I actually started Hoo-Ha when I was still running my previous business, which was a marketing agency. And what's your revenue projections for this year? So we are looking at doing over seven million this year. Over seven. So you're looking for 300,000. 300,000. For yes. 5%. Yes. I'm so impressed with you. Thank I you. I really am. Your pitch, you nailed it. At the end of the day, people buy people. You're incredible. Thank and you. And you can see that you're a true entrepreneur and you're just, you have it. The question is not about you. My concern really is in the product and the competition. Like that scares me, knowing that someone's coming eventually to take your lunch. And so how do we really create the moat around your product besides branding? Yeah, totally. I, you know, I think we're interested in, in protecting the brand wherever we can. So the design patent on the full coverage lining, um, our utility patent on our body design, bodysuit design. Um, there's always going to be competition, but I think our community of 220,000 women and our 8,000 plus five-star reviews really speak for themselves. I love what you're doing. I really do. And I believe there's a huge opportunity for you. My only concern, I keep expressing it, is I just think without clear IP defensibility, I just think there's going to be a lot of competition. It's going to cost a lot of money to protect yourself. So for that reason, I'm going to pass. Okay, respectfully, thank you. Well, Alexa, I love your energy. I love the product, and I love your presentation and pitch. It was wonderful. But I'm gonna be out. Okay. Unfortunately, it's not my wheelhouse necessarily. I'd like to make you an offer. I think you are saying all the right things that I want to hear. You truly understand the dynamics of a direct-to-consumer business. You have marketing background. And I've learned from my experience in the apparel business that, yeah, the product's important, but fundamentally, brand building is what it's all about. And you clearly understand that. And you certainly have found a niche. And the question is, will you be able to grow it? And I'd like to help you. So my offer would be $150,000 
at your valuation, which would be 150,000 for two and a half percent of the company. Two and a half percent, okay. Um, thank you for your generous offer. Mark, would you be willing to come up to 180,000 for 3%, same valuation, mm. just a little bit more investment? Now, I like you even better. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't like that offer. So I think I am going to stick at my 150. Okay, in that case, Mark, I would love to take your offer. Oh, fantastic. Hey. Hooray for hey. hoo-ha. Uh, <laughs> hey. It's hey. gonna be huge, huh? <laughs> There's a hug, huh? <laughs> Congratulations, you. Alexa. Hey, thank you. Great job. I appreciate you. Make me proud of you, Alexa. I will. I'm so excited to partner with Mark. He's such a cool guy. Amazing experience. You know what? The sky's the limit. Hoo-ha! Nice deal, Mark. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that really is. I mean, that's exactly what I want from a founder. And I love that she came back and wanted to negotiate with you, Mark. She's got some grit. Yeah, it like is such style. an important part of, uh, of being a founder is being willing to negotiate and being eager to negotiate. Absolutely. Well, that was a good one. Those Certainly a great, a great outcome for me. <laughs> As one entrepreneur triumphantly claimed a generous $10,000 cash prize from Amazon Business, another sealed a high-flying deal with Mark Randolph, while sadly, one returned empty-handed with nothing to show. Whether it's a unique invention or a new way of living life, anyone could be 60 seconds away from rising to greatness or fall from glory. Tune in next week as four new entrepreneurs enter the elevator. Is this an investment that can make money for me? Man, it's just too much for my blood. Oh, Mark, it's going to kill you. And to apply for the next season, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch. Investors personally styled by celebrity stylist Kim Bolafay.